Welcome to the Morning Mix Podcast. Yesterday we were talking about eating in bed, and so today we found out what your favorite foods to eat in bed are. Yeah, did, did chili make, did anyone text in chili? Well, it's a real personal choice, uh, chili. <laughs> it's a bold move, uh, right. and you got to be careful on white sheets. That's all I'm saying. And maybe you're a teacher. And maybe yeah. you've had a mortifying moment with your students. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some involved Valentine's. In fact, I feel like yeah. a few involved some dirty Valentine's. Look uh, look before you order on Amazon. Yeah, that. And also be careful if there's panties in your purse. <laughs> we also got Whip's Hot Take today, which we really tore down New York City, and it needed it. To yeah, be you know, they had it coming. They did. He got Keep a lot off his alone. chest. Yeah. Screw you, Spike ah! Lee. Nick Stink. Nah. That and much more right now on the Morning Mix podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know what you like when the temps are falling? You like to curl up in bed under a comforter. Oh, Maybe yeah. it's for that extra blanket on there. Yeah. And then you reach for a snack in bed. Mm-hmm. Getting a lot of guffaws in here. So you guys don't eat in bed, huh? No. I don't do it. Like, I guess I do more often than all of you guys, I guess. I, I think don't so. think I ever bring food up there. Never I think do? I, I think I just uh, have never gotten into yeah. that habit. I will say, so a year ago, I had COVID. Bummer. And that was when uh, we got the food tray. Because I couldn't leave our bedroom. Oh, we yeah. quarantined in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. So then Amy had gotten this tray. And so then since then that we had it, I was like, this is fantastic. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a television in here. There's a whole bed. There's a tray. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's chili today. Who knows what it'll be tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Gumbo? I don't know. <laughs> Text us at 312-233-1019. What's your favorite thing to eat in bed? It's 708. After some sexy time at around 1 a.m., I love to get Taco Bell delivered. <laughs> Deliver. I take that wow. right to the boudoir and throw down some Taco Bell. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. There you go. Seven oh eight. Very popular cereal. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very popular. Sense. Yeah. Yep. Three one two edible underpants. Oh. Okay. Got it. Uh, Eight one five. A big Italian sausage. Wink. Wink. I don't oh. think that they're talking about a sandwich. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I think they got it at the body shop. The amount of di- right. <laughs> from Sam right. Smith's Italian down here. Yep. Right? The amount of dudes who texted in a joke about their wife, their girlfriend. Kudos, fellas. Uh, you, I, I, I'm sure you were in your car being like, ha I'll be the only one who sends this in. Uh, yeah, not, not the only one. No, every nope. other text. Yeah. Every other text. There you go. 219, strawberries, blueberries, and some whipped cream. That's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Nothing beats a handheld piece of Giordano's deep dish. Handheld, no plate. That's what they yeah. say. I guess so. Wow. That's risky. Watch out. It does. Yeah, 847, we eat all of our meals in bed. 847 says this. <laughs> all all meals in bed. 847. What? So That's wait, what it says. I have a question even for when you do it. Do you take the covers down and sit on the sheets or on top of the blanket? I'm on top of everything. Okay. Bed is okay. made. I get on top of bed oh, made okay. with my little tray and okay. I sit up against the headboard and I eat what I'm eating. 
And then I, you know. I don't ever get, I mean, the chili incident, okay, of, yeah. of 2022, yeah. by the way, yeah. last year, okay, it was, a, it was a mishap, okay? It was COVID. You got an excuse. Well, that wasn't even the COVID. That was just me one day. No, I know. But, the point, but I had an excuse. It was an accident. It happened one time. I'm not spilling on the sheets all the time. Right. Okay. You don't you know? need to defend yourself. The more you, you defend yourself, the more we think it happens That's every day. <laughs> Fair point. A 708, yeah. you know what I like to eat in uh, bed? Candy. Mm-hmm. And eight four seven cookies specifically from Crumble. Oh, those are I, good cookies. Yeah, those would again though. I feel like cookie, like candy, like M and M's or something. Okay, not messy cookies. I don't know. It's in the name, yeah. right? <laughs> Nikki's exactly. aunt once ate raisinets in bed. Yeah, and then she fell asleep while eating them and woke up and there was brown all over her sheets and cheeks. She thought she. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. it's, it's kind of a legendary. Yeah, and she yeah. probably legendary. declared this at, at a yes. family re- I reunion. I want you all to know, I did not poop the bed. Yeah, we're like. However, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, I did ra- I did raisin at the sheets. I raisin at wow. the sheets. <laughs> two two four. What do you like to eat in bed? Garrett cheese popcorn. See, I wouldn't go that far. I don't like anything that's going to leave residue on my hands yeah. in general Definitely. eating, and let she- alone that, in bed. That cheesy residue is hard. Right. I'll do a quesadilla in there sometimes. That's easy. Okay. <laughs> Watch out for the the dripping though. Well, sometimes five seven four easy. shrimp fried rice. A lot of little pieces oh, in there. Oh, man. That'd See, I've, I could eat fried rice uh, very slowly at a restaurant with uh, top-tier utensils and still spill fried rice. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. it's just falling apart on you. Rice does that. Any Rice in general. Uh, stepping on rice on the floor with your sock and then it smushes into the sock. That's man, gross. that's a day ruiner. <laughs> Another topic, though, I know. Sorry. And it, Yeah, because it's stuck. Yeah. You, yeah, can't, you can't get, it, get out. it out of there. No, the more you try to get it out, the further in it smushes. <laughs> Please. It's the worst. <laughs> 708, I love eating pints of Culver's frozen custard. Heck yeah. 219, hot wings. I'll throw down hot wings in bed. Whoa. Oh my God. Look at that. That's got to be messy. Yeah. Trucker Greg does a cup of instant soup. Okay, that's again, the self contained Soup in bed, things, though? Yeah. But it's got a bowl. So if you were like really close, I could almost see that. All right. Hot, though. <laughs> uh, the last thing I enjoyed in bed was roast turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, and some stuffing. Whoa. A full Thanksgiving meal. In bed. In bed. And finally, 630, we always eat the cherries from our old fashions. Okay. I like that you finished the cocktail. Like, well, we might as well finish these. Here we go. They're drinking it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Come on, get after. Oh, like you don't. Come well, on. That's true. <laughs> I imagine you and Joel, it's like nightstand mini bar. It's like, oh, hey, honey, are you awake? I am. Could you mix me up a little something? Please? <laughs> a little nightcap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sweetheart, it's 3 a.m. Well, I know, but I'm. I'm a little parched. Can I get? Let me get a Manhattan. What? All right. Good night, darling. Love you. Love you too. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix podcast. That's the question. Is this real or is it just a crush? I don't know. I'm at work. We're on a Zoom call. Oh my goodness! Look at how cute they are. Look at them. This is great. We got two Kristens here. Apparently, it's a popular thing among Kristens. Hi, Kristen. Good morning. Hi. Is it? Am, am I the right Kristen? You're the right one right now, oh, I think. Hi. hi, how are you? Hi, good, thank you. Um, by the way, Nikki's right. You have an exceptional skill at talking to songs. Oh, thank um, you, so thank I, you. I had a pathetic crush on my coworker, like pathetic. I felt like I, I don't know where this self confidence thing came from in your survey because I was so pathetically in love with my coworker. Turns out he was also pathetically in love with me, and now we're married and we have two kids. Oh, that's amazing. That's wonderful. Wow. So who made the first move? Like, who really revealed to the other, like, hey, I think I have feelings for you? 
Um, I unfortunately was the one who had to make the first move, and I make fun of him about it all the time. Yes. Oh, of course you do. Good for you. <laughs> hey, Kristen One, stay right there, okay? Don't go anywhere. Okay, so Kristen One, crush on a coworker, feels pathetic about it. Mm-hmm. Ends up he feels pathetic about it. Oh, my God, let's be pathetic together. Now they have two kids and a lovely marriage. That's wonderful. Hi, Kristen Two. Good morning. Hello. You have a crush on a coworker, um, or you've had it before? I um I've actually I am currently dating someone who's not a coworker, but I have dated four coworkers. Boom, what? four, four. <laughs> Some might call it a pattern. Uh, so, Kristen, <laughs> were these people that you worked with like directly, or were they just in the same office as you? How did it work? Um. Well, two of them. One of them was in high school, and then um. Three of them were in college. Got it. You were also in high school, I guess, is my point. (laughs) Right, right. Like, I wasn't the adult. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, so that's interesting. Now, was it just because you guys were spending a lot of time together, do you think? Or was it real? Were the relationships good? Um, I think it was because we were mostly spending time together. The relationships were what they were. One of them was really long-term, and the other ones definitely were not. Wow. Hmm. And are you in a relationship now? Yes. But not with a coworker. No, no, that ship has sailed. Got it. Okay, the ship has sailed. Oh, yeah. I thought you said he's in sales, so and I was I like, oh, she, that's cool. I thought she said he's in jail, yeah, and I'm like, that's hey, terrible. That's a whole other show. We're yeah. doing jail dating after eight. My <laughs> interesting twist, though. Wild. Then right, I got so, stories for you. Yeah. So, Kristen, four coworkers, uh, that's wild, but yes. your, current, your current relationship, you did not meet at work. It had nothing to do with work. No, we met at a party. Oh, great. Well, sometimes parties can be working. You know? It's like, oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, that's well, great. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So Kristen dated four different coworkers. The coworker crush is real, you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Morning Mix Podcast. If you're a teacher, you're in the classroom. It happened to a teacher. He posted on TikTok. A TikToker named Mr. Fred, he's a teacher, handed out stickers to the class for Valentine's Day. And one of the kids actually asked, this is a direct from the classroom, who needs a Valentine when you have wine? <laughs> Mr. Fred, what does that mean? Yeah. Oh, my God. Bring that home to your mom. And then, your booty full. What's that all about? What? Great. So he was able to collect them before it got too far, but he was mortified in class. And you're a teacher, and it's happened to you. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. You were mortified in class. What happened? Yes. So I was trying to write a formula on the board, and the formula is labeled AS1, but instead I wrote AS. In really big letters on the board. Oh, yeah. Left out the one. And I kept lecturing for about 10 minutes, and my students had these kind of look on their face. And I turned around to write something else on the board, and then I went, ass? Why? <laughs> I had no idea. And they all started laughing hysterically. It's needless to say, class was not the same after that. Yeah. <laughs> I just, so you out loud said, ass? Why? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, what can you do? John's got ass on the mind. You know what I mean? He's trying to write. What are you going to do? It just comes out. That's awkward. All right. Hi, Meg. Good morning. Hi, this is Meg. Hi. Um, I was teaching third grade at the time the Bears were in the Super Bowl in 06, I think it was. And we were doing a door decorating contest. So I had my students help me decorate a thermometer that was supposed to be like Bears fever is rising and the top of it was going to like burst. And as they were coloring it, I realized this does not look like a thermometer. This definitely looks like a giant phallic symbol. Yeah. So I can 
this and I worked at the school so I had to bring it to the secretary and I was like so let them finish coloring but I don't think I can put this on the door and she goes no you cannot uh, yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> why is there a big wiener on the third grade door <laughs> yes. I don't know but go bears alright yes. <laughs> that's hilarious mm-hmm. now the kids never figured it out you were able to kind of get it out of there without bringing it up to the kids but Good, then, yeah. of course, as teachers, we would, like, pass it along if someone was having a bad day. Like, oh, remember when Meg had her students color this? Yeah. yeah. You yeah. put that right in the, in the teacher's lounge. That's where you put <laughs> yeah. that. That is like a, yeah. That should be a permanent fixture. 100%. Yeah, it's yeah. still hanging there, oddly enough. That's hilarious. So the kids are drawing a bear's thermometer. And, uh, well, that's weird. Why does it look like that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, my God. Let's get rid of that. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Good morning. Now, what happened? You were mortified at school? Yeah, so I am a fifth grade teacher, and one year it was my birthday, and so the kids, they like to bring me in, like, little presents or whatever, and I had one student bring me in, like, a really nice, like, leather purse, and I was like, wow, this is, like, really nice. They must really like me, and so I'm unzipping, like, the pocket to kind of, like, check it out, and inside the big pocket was a black pair of, like, granny underwear. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yes. I kind of like open it and look at it. And I'm like, oh my God, like I can't pull this out. Yeah. I'm assuming they took the purse from their mom's closet, which <laughs> was sweet. So then I had to message the mom and be like, hi, I have this purse here. Yeah. <laughs> I think I also have your panties. Um, yeah, yeah, she came and picked it up. I didn't say anything, but I'm assuming she opened it when she got home. And <laughs> I didn't hear much from her after that. I just like <laughs> that you and the mom just make eye contact and you're like, here you are. Good day. Bye. Yeah. Just yes. walk away yeah. quickly. Happened, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, I gotta go. Billy, thank you so much for this purse. It's so kind of you. What's on the... Oh, my God. (laughs) And now we'll go to Marie. Hi, Marie. Good morning. Hi. How are you? Doing really well. Now, this sounds like it might be nice, but what happened? Um, So I was passing out Valentine's. I got them from Amazon. They were like little Lego packs for the kids. Um, And I I was passing them out. Like on the top, I noticed that... They had like d- different little pictures, and one of them was a wine bottle and glasses. <laughs> so, oh, no. luckily, <laughs> luckily, I had 35 packs, so I just found the ones that were wine glasses and <laughs> bottles. So, what were the other ones? Right. Mm-hmm. The other ones like were little swans. There, were, there was a bouquet of flowers, like a little present, and hearts. Like they were all appropriate for children, except the wine glasses and bottles. I kind of want to see a wine glass Lego. So I'm do not going to lie. Wait a second. <laughs> I know. I'm going to put them. Yeah, I'm going to pass them out to other teachers. I like the kid, Miss Marie. I got the cab solved. I'm really more of a Merlot. Could I switch? Can I switch my Legos, please, Miss Marie? All right, so Marie's handing out Legos with wine and uh, glasses on it. Meg's got a wiener thermometer. She and the kids are drawing to celebrate Bear's fever. John wrote ass on the whiteboard. And Amy gets a purse with black granny panties in it. Nikki, what do you like? I mean, how do you choose? Um, only I've never seen adult Legos, so I'm intrigued. I'm okay. going with that. Yeah, wine Legos. Adult Legos. That's yeah. on brand, yeah. Uh, whip? Um, I think I have to uh, go with the uh, thermometer that was uh, bursting with bear's fever. All right, dong <laughs> thermometer. Uh, uh, Violetta? Yeah. yeah, decisions, decisions. Right, this is tough. Oh, I I, I kind of like the, the purse with the panties in that. Panties purse. Okay, so that's a one vote for, oh man, son of a gun. Yeah. All the pressure here. Okay, so Amy's got a purse with uh, some lady's underpants in. <laughs> Meg's got a wiener thermometer. And Marie's got Lego glasses. <laughs> There's a lot happening here.
For the fact that she had to then one-on-one meet with mm. the mom and hand it back off. Amy, congratulations. You and your purse with panties have won. Thank you, I think. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. How about you want to go to Shaw's Crab House for dinner for two, Amy? That would be amazing. Perfect. Yes. Bring your black purse. Yeah. And the rest is up to you. And I like that you called them granny panties. Yeah, 100%. Like, way to call her out. They're not yeah. even cute. Yeah. Like, how did these even fit in here? Yeah, the purse is ugly. What? You should see the panties on the inside. My God. From Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix Podcast. Hello, children. Welcome to the theater. This is where you'll learn to run the boards. Upstage, downstage, house left, house right. Learn your lines and say them in time. You will be playing Old Fisherman. What? That's right. Miley Cyrus was cast as Old Fisherman. How about you? You got the role because what? We start with Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. And this was your big breakout performance? It was. I um, I was actually going to school at IUN um, to get a theater degree. And okay. I was a freshman. Um, and I specifically got cast as the sultry maid in Angel Street only because I could already do a British accent. They were like, ah, she's already got half the role done. She's got the accent. So could you deliver us some of the sultry maid with the British accent this morning, Ashley? I could. (laughs) I beg of you. (laughs) Okay, Ashley, in your own time, please take it away. Hello, sir. Would you like me to put on a cuppa? Ooh, I like that. I will have some tea. That sounds nice. That's great. Um, Now, was that your first role at the school? And then did you end up having more? Did it open the door for you? It did. I actually ended up being the lead in almost every show for the next year. Look at this. Are you in theater now? I do it. um, I do like community theater. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom now, though, so it's hard. So you're the the sultry maid anyway. Exactly right. Absolutely. You ever yell at the kids in the British accent? I, I do a lot of different accents, so he just he laughs at all of them. That's awesome. Look at you. Okay, that's great. So Ashley gets the sultry maid because she's got the British accent down. That's supposed to be like slutty, right? Sultry, yeah. Well, slutty, sultry, I suppose. You're kind of like okay. uh, seducive. Seducive, seducive. seducive. Yeah. 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 You move an L, you move an L around, yeah. things get different. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> Depends. Yeah. I wasn't sure. I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Hi, Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Now, how old were you when you got cast in this role? Uh, I was about 10. Oh, you're about 10. It's Christmas time. Yeah. And what role did they give you? They gave me the role of young boy Scrooge. There you go. Um, in, in A Christmas Carol. And uh, it was allegedly because I had a lower singing voice than all of the other little boys that had auditioned at the time. <laughs> That's great. Now, were all yeah. the other boys jealous when you got it? They were like, oh, what the hell? Church, you got it. Um, you know, I didn't really experience any outward jealousy. However, when I got written up in the paper, there may have been some backlash. But oh, no. I oh, bet. Yeah. yeah, watch out. Ensemble got mad. That's yeah. right, the ensemble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is hilarious. Young yeah, Scrooge. Fun, Did you yeah. have so you had a solo at any point where you had to sing as Young Scrooge? Yep. Yeah, I had a solo. That's why I think that's why I got cast, just because I had a a lower singing voice than most probably children that age, along with the page boy haircut probably didn't hurt. Nah, you, so you already <laughs> yeah. had that going in, the old Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Nice. Yep. I like oh, that. yeah. It was awesome. What song did they have you <laughs> yeah. sing? Was it like Two Tickets to Paradise or something? <laughs> uh, yeah, a little meatloaf they put on there. Oh, song, nice. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I honestly, I don't remember because it's not a typical song that's in A Christmas Carol. Right. Um, yeah. And it was honestly, Don't Stop Believing. <laughs> 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was weird, right? right? Teacher was really yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah. Ghosting right. you. Now, Tracy, <laughs> did you go on to do more theater after that? I did. Um, I did theater up until I was about probably about 18. Um, I was in a couple productions of Annie, um, Snow White. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. But wow. Then, yeah, it was fun. But was Young fun. Scrooge was your big one. That, that was, was a big role. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was that the was, breakout performance. That was it. Sure. That was it. Yep. That was her yep. white whale playing Young Scrooge. <laughs> mm-hmm. The breakout performance. Well, now, Whip, you've done theater, right? In high yeah. school, you did theater, right? Yeah, Lil Abner, Music Man, uh, a couple other ones. Did you ever felt like you got the role because of, or was it just more like, I'm here? I don't know. Uh, I think I was just there. I'm trying to remember a few of the ones. It's it's amazing how much I don't remember. But I actually, I had the lead in a couple of, like, one-act plays My and that God. kind of thing. 13 Bells of Boglewood. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, he played Boglewood. <laughs> it also might have been written by a student at the school. I don't yeah. remember. Uh, yeah, Lil Abner, I sang. Hey. Yeah, I was. Uh, now I can't remember if this. Okay, you would actually know this. Mary and Sam is that a character in Little Abner or Music Man? I don't know. Okay, I think it's Little Abner. Okay, and I sang with Wendy Reitz. Hey, my guy! And, uh, Look at this. We had yeah. a little duet. And That's awesome. It was fantastic. I mean, her part was fantastic. I and you got were there. By yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, is and there I got, tape of this? I, you know, there probably is. Ask my mom. She's yeah. probably got a video of it. We got so. her on line one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet she does. I bet she's going to yeah. text right now saying, I know exactly where that tape is and I can get it to you if you want. Yeah. Nikki, yeah. did you ever run the boards as a kid? <laughs> I did. I yeah. was uh, in Roar of the Grease Paint, Smell of the Crowd. Wow. That sounds like a real Detroit play. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're doing Grease? No, 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 no. no, no, no. The word Grease is in the name. It's in there. Right? And I'm pretty sure yeah. I was yellow. Like, you're, you're, you're like, your, your character's like a color, right? You're oh, like sure. Different colors. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a play on the whole. You guys gotta, you gotta watch it. It's real successful. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I got that because you were supposed to be the youngest and I was by far the shortest. Got it. Yeah. So they were like, she's got to play the youngest girl because. Right. Yeah. This was freshman year of high school, right? Yes. Like, wow. Like two years ago. It was community theater in Rogers Park. Was all. V, ever do theater? Yeah, I did. Um, I was in Guys and Dolls. Oh, I was wow. Adelaide. Um, and then I also did um, Sound of Music. Wow. Oh, yeah. Here's uh, live. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and then but my embarrassing role was I was the fallen angel in a dance recital. Ah, yes, yes, yes. And what I realized, I, I, I thought, I'm like, cool, I'm the angel. This is great. The angel just falls in the beginning of the the show and then stays there. Yeah, that's so I it. just lay there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What the heck?" I guess I wasn't good at the dance. I did a lot of theater in high school, and I did a show called Little Moon of Alban. And at the end of the first act, my character's killed on stage. I'm a soldier, and I die, and I roll off the back of the stage. Big Whoa. moment. It was Whoa. great, right? Yeah. Well, my brother and his friend came to see the show, and after I, he didn't know what was going to happen in the show. So after the show is over, I'm in the lobby, and my buddy, my brother and his buddy, come in from the parking lot, and I was like. Hey man, what's going on? He's like, well, we figured you were dead, so we went to a bar because <laughs> he was like, he's six years older than me yeah. at the time. So he was like, yeah, we went down the street, and I figured I timed it right. Right, good show. I was like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. He's like, what happened in the rest of it? I was like, I don't know. I was dead. <laughs> from Chicago to your device, this is the Morning Mix podcast. Before we get into weather, yeah, we have more local news, local sports news. What is happening? Hi, Olivia Cameron, state bowler. Yes. All right. Yeah. 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 Olivia, you're so cool. Olivia, so you are a Fenwick bowler. Is that right? And you've now qualified for the state final? That's amazing. And you're the first female in state history. Is that right? In my school's history. That's amazing. Wow. Well, we're so proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you. How long have you been bowling? I've been 
bowling nearly four years. It'll be four years in August. Okay, awesome. Wow. You now make what, it look easy, You girl. sure do. Yeah. What year are you at Fenwick? I'm a sophomore. A sophomore. Okay, okay. great. What's your team name? The Fenwick? Friars. The, the Friars? <laughs> Fenwick Friars. Like yeah. Tuck? Okay, great. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. So now where will you go for the big tournament this weekend? I will be in Rockford at Cherry Bowl. Oh, great. That's okay. awesome. Now, Olivia, is it a little early for you? It sounds like you, you might yeah. still be a little tired. Or are you in class? Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> just a little bit. That's awesome. Oh, my God. This is so cool. What's it feel like to be the first girl to do this? Um, it's pretty shocking. I didn't expect that. I thought that, I, I won't say I thought somebody did it before me, but I didn't expect to be the first. That's awesome. So what kind of thing do you do to psych yourself up before a big match? Are you, like, listening to music beforehand? you listen to our yeah. show here, right? Yeah? Mm-hmm. I just listen to music. Yeah. What kind of music's in the headphones before you go out there? Mm, a little bit of rap and R&B. Okay, I like oh, that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's you, nice. Like maybe Eminem, Lose Yourself. You ever <laughs> yeah. get uh, psyched up and pumped up with, like, the uh, the giant headphones go out there? Don't mess with you before the matchup? Yeah. 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 There you go. Does your family like to bowl with you, or is it just not fun because you you school them all the time? Too good. Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't I don't take it um, hard on them. I, I give them easy time. Yeah, yeah you do. Right. Yeah, you, you I'm bowl with my other hand. <laughs> all right, mom, you can put up the bumpers. That's fine. That's awesome. <laughs> so you bowled a two ninety nine. Is that correct? Actually, I bowled a two ninety eight. Two ninety eight. Okay. okay hey. So, but so uh, you're gonna get a three hundred perfect game at some point, right? It's just a matter at of time. Point, yeah. You're gonna do it. Yeah. Now, Olivia, would you like to pursue bowling uh, into the PBA? Is that your goal? Honestly, I think it would be pretty cool if I do. So. Yeah. yeah. Do you oh. have Do you have colleges coming and talking to you yet? A couple. A couple. A couple. Yeah, 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 I like yeah. that. She's All only right. a sophomore, too. She says a couple with a new Apple Watch and a yeah. Honda <laughs> Civic in the driveway. Yeah. My God. No, Olivia, I'm kidding. Well, Olivia, congratulations. We're so excited for you. Best of luck. And maybe we can check in on Monday to find out how the tournament went. Would that be all right with you? Thank you. Yes. All right. Oh, ma- would, maybe it. we do it later so you can get some more rest. Would that be okay? Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> what time does school start, Olivia? Usually eight, but it's a late start day. So. Oh, it's, right. it's all working out for is, us. Is the late start in your honor because yeah. you're this, you're heading to state, and they were like, "Hey, everybody, we're going to start late for Olivia." I wish it was. <laughs> uh, are they going to have like Olivia Cameron Day at school? Uh, no, but we're having a send off today. Oh, that's, awesome. that's really cool. That going. Well, sorry we made you get up early yeah, on your geez. late day. Yeah, we well, really ruined your your morning. Our yeah. apologies. No, it's all good. All, all right. right, well, Olivia, good luck. We're behind you. We really hope you get out there and yes. whoop some butt this weekend. Congratulations. Thank you. You oh. bet. No, well, oh. Olivia, really quick. I'm sorry. What do you say to a bowler? Because like, if you're a uh, you know you know if you're on a play, I'd be like, hey, go break a leg. But wh- what would I say to a bowler to get like, hey, go throw a strike? Um, no, I'm not really sure because yeah. the only thing that my family says, they wait till I get to like 10th frame. My grandma's always like, finish strong. Finish so strong. Oh, oh, that's good okay. advice. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And to that, I'll add, shake hands with Mr. Headpin. No? Yeah. All right. No. Nah, well, nah you know what, Olivia, don't grandma. listen. We're going to work it out. Yeah, sorry, uh, Olivia. I, yeah. uh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> All right, Olivia, have a wonderful weekend. Good luck and whoop some butt. Finish strong. Woo! Thank you. You as well. All righty. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's awesome. Olivia that Cameron from Fenwick. Great. She is the fryer, and she is a state finalist. That's that awesome. Great. Good luck, Olivia. We That's like great. her. I like she's not arrogant. She's no. great. She's not yeah. cocky. Yeah. She knows she's good, but she's yeah. very nice also. 
drop it. Pure emotion, he's never fake. Yeah. Guilty pleasure, like stepping on a rake. Oh. He might even make your head shake. Here we go, with hot take. Hey. Did you know Chicago is no longer the only place that you can see the bean? What? That's right. Same artist who created one of Chicago's signature pieces of art, Cloud Gate, in Millennium Park, better known as the Bean, has created another one which looks pretty much exactly like it and is now being displayed in the Tribeca area of New York City. New York City! I said New York City! Now, this is concerning for several reasons. First off, shouldn't New Yorkers reject anything that is basically a copy of something that's a symbol of another place, especially Chicago. Don't New Yorkers always think they're the biggest and the best and the first and the most and the be-all and the end-all of everything? And shouldn't an artist's sloppy seconds be beneath them? Meanwhile, just as alarming is the fact that no one here even seems to care or maybe even realize that New York is flat ripping us off, which makes me feel like we've lost something that used to make this city great. A nice, healthy disdain for all things New York, which really just equals an overprotective pride in all things Chicago. I mean, it's the bean. It's our thing, like the Picasso and Ditka and the Empire Carpet Guy and the Sears Tower and Ron Majors and the Big Karwowski. These things used to unite us. Now we're all on TikTok and YouTube and Vines, and we're all so much in our own worlds that I think we lack the common bond that used to make us defensive when other places stepped on our little second city toes. Chicagoans used to, with all due respect, hate New York. Even if we actually liked it, we still, as a group, hated it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when exactly that disappeared, I'm not sure. But for the sake of coming together as one Chicagoland community, maybe this New York wannabe fake ripoff bean scandal will be the trigger that brings that healthy disdain back. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. That's it. <laughs> hey, guess what, New York? You can suck it. That's right. New York is trash. Whip's right. We hate it. I'll tell you what. If America shook enough, it'd fall right off. Manhattan's just an island. That's ready what I'm to saying. Away. Yeah. Come on. Nikki, is your husband from New York? He is. Yeah. <clears throat> this is a constant. Uh, he's even turned. Damn it, Joel. Yeah, damn, yep, it, Joel. damn it. Oh, he's on our side, though. He's on our side oh, now, what's though. What's the opposite oh, of damn good. it, Joel? Woohoo, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> nice work, Joel. Way to go, buddy. Way to go. Yeah. We did it. You're right for, for once. Hi, Colleen. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what do you hate um, about New York, Colleen? Let us know. Okay, I just moved back to Chicago from the east coast of Florida. I was there for two years, and I had had enough of all the New Yorkers down there. Yeah! <laughs> See? You're even ruining Florida. Come on! <laughs> I was in Florida, and it was New York style this and New York style that. I'm like, Jesus, if I wasn't New York, I would have moved to New York. That's right. Oh, exactly. The only thing they held on to is Florida style crime. Other than that, <laughs> yeah. we're all New York all the time. There you go. She gets it. Hi, Harley. Good morning. Hi. I hate New York. They think they're better than us. Their pizza is sloppy and soggy, and it's all just like an envelope. I don't want an envelope. I want a deep dish from Giordano's or Gino's East. They're mean. They pride themselves on how mean and callous they are. They're just awful. Chicago, we're, at, uh, we're a big city. We're friendly. You get lost downtown, someone will help you. They won't try to mug you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Harley. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> He'll tell you exactly where to go. And, and then 
they take your money? <laughs> we might see you. It's just it's dirty, it's smelly. They think that they're the top of everything. I would never I want to live in New York City. Yes. There we go. There you go. Yes. Totally. Whip, you got like an army behind you here, man. Look at you, right. man. I knew we were out there. That's right. They might try to divide us, but Whip and our hatred of New York will always bring us back together. Come on. Tony Bennett's an idiot. <laughs> Screw you, Spike Lee. The Knicks suck. The Morning Knicks podcast. None of us have ever done Air- like owned an Airbnb, right? No, 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 no. No. Okay. Well, if you want to rent it out, there are certain states where you can make more money than others. A new survey was done by Tipalti, a website that does accounting software, to find what states are people making the most money off their Airbnb. And we've got the mixed top six for you. So, you want to own an Airbnb and make money off of it. These are the top six states where you can make the most. In at number six, get that Airbnb opened in... Florida. Mm-hmm. You get property down there and you rent it out, you could make up to $53,209 on average. Whoa. 53.2K per year on average with an Airbnb in Florida. Number five, California, where you can make 54.5,000 a year. Okay. It's not too bad. Number four on the list, get that Airbnb in Colorado. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 58.1,000 on average per year. That's nice. Mm hmm. In at number three, Arizona, 60.4,000 on average per year. Number two on the list is a surprise, but Whip mentioned this city earlier, so I think it makes sense because it's the big city in the state of Tennessee, Nashville. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tennessee, on average, 67,500 a year annually with your Airbnb rental. And the number one has to be Chicago because we make so many great like money here. We make so many. We make so money. many great money. <laughs> we are a city of immigrants, so we make it the great money. I was trying to say now, we have so many restricting laws and taxes. What a fantastic city! But the number one state, Nikki, might be. What? I didn't even Wait, think it was a tax commentary. That just went from the money to I meant the regulated laws. Her early days in AM radio, where she started her career, suddenly being brought to us by the Illinois Policy Institute. Yeah, geez, I had a voting for the alderman and the mayor. Violetta's got tax bits for it. I was trying to avoid saying all that because it sounded boring. So then I just jumbled everything. Yes, but because we do well with the money, that was much better. I totally see how you meant that. That was awesome. Oh my god, that was so great. So what Nikki, I meant which to say state? Was, what um, state do you think if you had an Airbnb you'd make the most money on average? What state? Uh, New York. Unfortunately, okay. I I feel dirty. Whip? No, no. Um I think right now we're going to go with Montana. Montana, Bozeman, beautiful country. Violetta? I still get a pick. Um I'm going to go Texas. against our better Texas. judgment. <laughs> No, nobody got it. In at number what? one, if you want to make money with your Airbnb, buy it in Hawaii. Oh, doy, doy, doy. So the average in Tennessee is 67500 a year. In Hawaii, it's seventy three point two k on average per year. Illinois, not in the top 10. And I tried to find all 50 states, and they only give you the top 10 anywhere I could find the list. So Illinois, not in the top 10. Number seven, South Carolina. Eight, Utah. Nine, Oregon. And 10, 
Alabama. Uh, testing one two one two. Sound check. Sound check. This is Nikki Soundcheck on the morning mix. I got something for everybody here. Okay, okay. so Thank Charlie you. Puth. You oh, like Chuck? Yeah, you love like him. Chuck? Your I'm buddy? Yeah, love the light switch guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, he's doing a live experience. So he just announced a tour is coming, and he is going to be at Ravinia. So oh. that is going to take place June twenty fourth. What makes it an experience? Is he going to like? It's uh, the live experience. So you know, okay. I don't, it's I tough to it. say because you know he's totally embraced TikTok. So yeah, he could be wonder. doing different kind of things on stage. You know, he's got the pitch thing that you talk about all the time. Yeah, so perfect maybe experiment That's with right. that. All right. So, but look forward to that happening June 24th at our very own oh, Ravinia. And even talking about Ravinia, doesn't it just feel like summer? Makes it feel like summer, oh, baby. Love it. As temperatures drop. Okay. And Whip, this is for you. Okay. Uh, so you're going to be excited. I more so. more uh, tour dates to put right down May 3rd, May 5th, and May 6th. Write those down okay. because you are going to be at Allstate Arena. Okay. Because Suga is touring the first Whoa. BTS member to embark on a solo tour. Yes. So look for that again. He will be in uh, Rosemont, May 3rd, 5th, and 6th. <laughs> yes. Tickets go on sale. Uh, you can do the whole, everything now, just know, like, do the pre-sale. Yeah. Just, like, let's skip it. Just know you got to do it, uh, you know, authentic, whatever you are, yeah. verified, blah, blah, blah. Get it done by March 3rd. The pre-sale has so much become just the sale. Exactly. They should just go backwards to, like, all right, they're on sale. Because that's all it is. Right. Exactly. And then the whole verified thing, it's right. like, just uh, almost count it like a credit card. I feel like you can't get any, unless Literally. you're verified, just know right. it's going to be 10 times harder. I don't totally. even know how you do it if you're not, whatever. So get ready for that. You got a, a couple, uh, you got a week to prepare. Okay. Mm. Um, Thank and, you. and then Violetta, because you've got this like adorable little handbag. So you'll be happy oh. to know your Louis Vuitton uh, handbag, but not so much for you, more okay. than men's. But Pharrell Williams is being named. Uh, he is going to be the men's fashion week. He is uh, the men's creative director now oh, wow. at Louis Vuitton. Louis How Vuitton. cool is that? Wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So he did a collaboration with them in 2004, 2008. It obviously went well. They like his vision. So yeah, he's officially been named a men's creative director. And they're saying his uh, creative vision beyond fashion will lead Louis Vuitton towards a new and very exciting chapter. Whip, maybe it's time for you and I to step out of Old Navy and uh, into Louis Vuitton now. Well, I love. I like Pharrell, the yeah. creative, creative He's happy. guy. Yeah, yes. Very happy. Yeah. Now we have a reason, you and I. Exactly right. right. <laughs> Needed an excuse. We got one. The Morning Mix Flash Briefing with Violetta. At number three, we all celebrated Valentine's Day yesterday, but I don't think any of us celebrated quite like J-Lo and Ben. Mm. Probably for a couple different reasons, but mostly because they got matching tats for their first Valentine's Day as husband and wife. Yes. Yeah. Are they smiling? Tattoos? Oh, no. So it was like, so J-Lo's is right on her rib, and it's an infinity sign with uh, Jennifer and Ben written in cursive. Wow. Yeah, and then Ben got kind of that, but he didn't do the full names. He just, just did J and B. Right. So. Just in case it well, falls apart again. Open. <laughs> if he goes back to Jennifer Garner, it's still good. Exactly. Either yeah. way, it'd be good, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that was very exciting for them. In at number two, we have a new promo out for the Oscars, and Jimmy Kimmel gave it the Top Gun treatment. I have to admit, I wasn't expecting to be asked to host again. Well, let me be perfectly clear. You were not my first choice. Or my second choice. Or my third, fourth, fifth, or eleventh choice. In fact, we asked a lot of people before you. Well, I'd rather not know who they were. Let me tell you. Whoopi Goldberg, Tina Fey, Jon Stewart, Chris Rock. Letterman, Leno, Arsenio, Magic Johnson, Chevy Chase, child dressed as a pirate. Well, those are pretty good. Steve Martin, Steve Carell, Steve Buscemi, Steve Austin, Steve Seagal, Steve Urkel, Steve from Blue's Clues. That's just the Steves. (laughs) 
they go on and on. It's actually a pretty long promo, yeah. but everybody's excited uh, about that. And they're also claiming it's going to be uh, unslappable Oscars. That's okay. why Jimmy Kimmel is going to oh. be there. There you go. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But, and I don't really know why they picked the Maverick background and all that. But they did the whole Top Gun. Oh, yeah, John Hamm was in it. Yeah, and John Hamm's in it. Yeah. And it's one of the biggest it. movies of the year. It's nominated for Best Picture. It's sure, the yeah, Oscar but I Awards. feel like it's picking like loyalty to one movie. Oh, I see. Like, that's because that's the one that everybody oh, saw yeah. that might make you oh, watch God, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. All right. Yeah, but John Hamm. So sounds great. Looks great. What's that question? Anything you need? They wanted John Hamm in it, and I get it now. Is he playing the part of like an executive who made the decision? That was part of this. I thought that was him. Then I'm like, well, would he be saying that he made the decision on who's hosting? No, so it's like when when Tom Cruise walks into the room and he's like, I didn't want you here. You were my first choice, my second choice. When he walks into the school from the movie. I Got believe it. what we call this is a parody. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a parody. Uh, maybe or if a, I was a flash very briefing fail. Move. No, no. <laughs> Let's yeah. move on. That's not, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's not even in the top five flash briefing fail. No. I mean, no. Oh, good. I didn't even hit the map. Um, in at number one, Ted Lasso season three gets a return date. It's going to be March 15th on Apple TV. The first teaser is getting a lot of attention this morning. Um, it's going to be 12 episodes the entire season. Oh, wow. And the theme that they keep saying is they believe it's going to be good. Believe in their word uh, of encouragement right. is everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your flash briefing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. Thank you for joining us for the Morning Mix podcast. Make sure you rate, review, like, and follow this podcast. You can also follow us on social at 1019 Mix Chicago. And we will see you tomorrow on the Morning Mix.